This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're all here. Jake's here live. We need an intro song. Hello, we're here live on the corridor ca- on the corridor cast. We're here live. All right, Jake is on the dulcimer. <laughs> Sam's on Hi, the guitar. Jake Watson on dulcimer. Who do we got on lead guitar? It's Sam. What's up? I'm Sam. <laughs> Hi, Sam. Famous from me. such videos as oh, Red versus Blue. Red versus Blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And who's on the? And you got Nico on the handpan. You might be know. You might know me from such videos as um, Son of a Dungeon episode eight. Yes, actually, specifically episode five. I'm in that one. Okay. Yeah. Are you the guy that's in the one? <laughs> I'm scene? the guy that that's. Yeah. I'm. I am the the D and D table in that. Oh. Episode. Okay. Yeah. Just, I remember yeah. that yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I, yeah. The table. Yep. Okay. So clutch. <laughs> all right. Um, ready? Should we lay out a chord progression or just go for it? No, it's just keep it all in D. All in D. All right, let's go. That's my second time picking up that instrument, so um, maybe the third time it'll be on the next episode. Well, it's twice <laughs> as easy as guitar since there's. It there's is twice as easy as guitar. Easy. Yeah, that way it's really like I've picked it up four times <laughs> <laughs> under that logic. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, you may have heard. Episode eight, the finale of Son of a Dungeon Yay. is live on CorridorDigital.com. And episode two, it's a little secret for all you true tones, it's coming out 
on Sunday on YouTube. Yeah. On Corridor Crew YouTube. I know. Perhaps we can entice you with our wares. <laughs> Perhaps you may be interested in our wares. We've got one, not mm. we've got two, not one, but two episodes Dungeons, available. You say, well, I have the perfect thing. We've <laughs> we've created a series of adventurers. Yes. <laughs> it's cool. It's pretty intense. The last Sam's, episode's great. Sam's a little in shock because he just got done exporting it. Yeah, it's so much so much work. Way too much work for a D&D show, but <laughs> like I say that, I, I simultaneously love every second of it, but yeah. Um, yeah, wow. No, yeah, it was great watching the finale. You guys did a, an incredible job. Yeah, it's pretty um, intense. It's pretty intense. It's like full-on Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the dishwasher. The dishwasher. Should we call the episode that? The dishwasher? Okay. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow as of this recording, right? Yeah. It yeah, it'll be out by the time this this is out. Yep. Yeah. Um so then yeah, and then look for uh, episode 2 on uh YouTube if uh you if you if you can't shill out a, an email for a 2 week free trial. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam, if, what are your what are your big now you're done, right? What are your big life-changing lessons that you've learned from such an endeavor as Son of a Dungeon? Life change. Oh God. I don't know if I've learned. Well, I mean, I've learned stuff on how to make that specific show faster <laughs> to make. Yeah. But, I mean, geez, gosh. We got to do that next time. That's that's really those are the big takeaways. Like what? yeah, we need well, another I mean, effects artist. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't I can't be the VFX lead on it because <laughs> you know there's too many other things. I'm also mastering the audio. Carmichael like does sound design, and then I take it all and make it balanced and then you know i don't know then i'm tweaking all the comps and stuff for the green screen shots all the unreal stuff oh my God, it's way too many shots i had i had i should do the i should do the true tally of how many shots got you ready. should yeah we should do a little post on that that'd yeah, be cool it's pretty be cool intense. to see like a screenshot of the uh uh you know and you look at the edit in premiere for the last episode and it's just like Real footage, real footage, CG. Real footage, real... And just like, oh my god, like, yeah. how did that happen? There was a few moments in episode 8 where we're entirely in the CG world for, like, long periods of time as yeah. we're going through this cavern. Yeah, yeah. and But it helps so much, because, like... Yeah. Each time I... Well, the, the, the way I decide if we're dropping those shots in is... We just, I just play the edit, and it's like, should I be seeing this? Like, is this mm -hmm. something I need to see, like, yeah. to get? And right. Like half of that last episode is yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. And the way that you revealed the uh the the moving walls yeah. was really cool. How we didn't know as players. Yeah. 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 The audience sees it. It doesn't spoil anything. No. It's cool. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Hopefully, uh yeah. Hopefully we can take all the stuff and then actually like apply it to either like another season or making cooler crew videos, because there's like a ton of a ton of stuff i mean yeah. you saw like the bowling alley animations i'm doing that on unreal now it's like okay yeah there's 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 some other benefits and think, carmichael if you're listening to this um you're gonna have to <laughs> learn up, some unreal too yeah only like a rudimentary level of unreal yeah like the directors about level. as much as i know about like, after Effects. Like, like a director you know a director who comes in and is like knows the names of some buttons yeah and then understands that there's a camera somewhere and you render it eventually like right. that level yeah. Well, it's funny because I don't know very much about the actual like intricacies of the tools of VFX and CGI, but 
I understand like the concepts yeah. and how they apply to when you're actually filming and when you're actually editing and actually doing the work. So that it's true. You can actually achieve like a level of understanding mm -hmm. uh, with. Yeah. Are we, are we good to talk spoilers on this episode? I feel like maybe like the finale just dropping. Like, should we talk about spoilers right now? Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. All right, we've let's entered a yeah. spoiler if, zone. Okay, this is officially your a warning. Spoiler zone. If you haven't seen it, take a time out. Go and watch go it. Go watch all the episodes. Yeah, why are you listening to this instead? And come like, back. Listen to this afterwards. Sam's yeah. like been working on this for months, and he's yeah. sitting here in this podcast. I, I want to so. talk about it. It's so stupid. Yeah. We've been working on it since before February. Like the first crew cuts episode that came out about figuring this out was like last year, <laughs> a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess spoilers. It's been... I mean, I ha I have done other things. I have. <laughs> you, if you look at the videos on the crew channel, I have done other things. He's but it feels like I haven't slept. done a single other thing. He slept, woke up, and that's it. All right. So here's my question: What if we died in episode eight? Oh man, I was I was hoping it would happen. <laughs> I was like, but I'm yeah. But but the big thing I realized could it have happened? Oh yeah, absolutely. But the, I, I was kind of incorrectly playing the Mind Flayer characters. We mm. kind of played it, and we did all this stuff. And I read again, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'll fix this. You know, if we're gonna play more, but the Mind Flayer characters basically have the, like certain big creatures in D and D. The way they, by the way, you actually make these creatures super powerful is you basically give them free actions. Mm. There's like a small, each ultra powerful character in D&D basically gets like a small list of like two or three like legendary actions, which mean they can do them whenever they want, <laughs> even if it's not their turn. Okay. okay. And like in, as we've, as you saw in like normal turn-based stuff, like, okay, yeah, you can, you guys strategize to take them out, especially like the last mega big one. It, you guys take them out mm -hmm. and yeah. it's and like we even afterwards like it was so hectic and like so much we were figuring so much out on the fly but i went through from everything from the water pit to the very end and just double check stuff to make sure it doesn't come off as us just like going like whatever yeah you'll win, win. <laughs> you know because it, it kind of comes off like that but i went through the whole thing and you can it, it it's it all falls into the like the rules of the game really well actually and keeps things outside and, and, of D's dual crossbow attack that I don't know <laughs> that's a house rule it might be but but like yeah so you you could have died if I was using the legendary action thing against everyone because it's like the whole like psychic blast thing blah blah, blah all that stuff happening it would be happening like like way more often it would be like. <laughs> twice per round and people would just be getting like pummeled yeah, and those are rough yeah so like but that's usually how that character gets played which is like all right i'm psychic i'm not gonna slap you it's like i just all i'm trying to do is stun you long enough to to eat your brain mm -hmm. and when right. it's like four people versus one it's like four people go have huge powerful attacks and then it's like oh shit i only <laughs> i can try this once but even yeah like you know there's so many other factors so anyways yeah i thought for but, sure sorry, one back of us was gonna die what would happen if someone died? Well, you die. That's it. And then it becomes part of the cool story. So you've been cool if, like, just the heroes died in episode eight and be like, that's it, ladies I, and gentlemen. I'm the chances of everyone dying, I felt, were going to be pretty low. I'm I was hoping for a challenge. I, was, I always hope for at least one, but <laughs> yeah, I feel that. like in next season, somebody needs to go. Like, one of us needs to die. 
Well, I'm not going to make it happen. I'll help <laughs> set the scene for someone's death, but you know. I hope no, none of us die next season. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I do too. I, I hope. I hope we. I hope we live. But without the real threat of character death, like, you know, it's just, what can you do? And I get I, it because like you have four level eight characters plus a cleric going against one one mind. level nine or no level ten character, which right. Still. Wait, no, no. Critical or uh, challenge rating ten or level ten? Challenge uh, rating ten means the character is well. The challenge, you know, for... I don't, I don't really remember, but you know, right. I counted the health points that were knocked off of it, and it went to zero. I'm like, all right. I feel like <laughs> need to, I feel like you need to do like take the main character, the main boss, and then if we're level ten or whatever, so that's forty total. Make them level. 20 between 27 no, and no, we get our butts kicked <laughs> so like level, level 20 is god yeah level <laughs> 20 is god so level 20 if, if, like the, even the writers How, like, of dnd give up at level 20 because okay. they're just like uh there's a spell called wish and That's when you, you make okay, a wish fine, and right. anything you so want here's, comes through here's what we do level 10 <laughs> and you make one boss level 16 um well uh, yeah i mean the, the levels honestly are I, I like as I was saying, like this concept of legendary actions. Like, but th think about this: it's a big boss fight. It's a huge, mega, powerful creature. There's four little guys trying to take him out. They got powerful spells, but this guy's super powerful. So the concept of like the legendary actions is okay. I get to interrupt the chains and like the strategy, right? And it, right. it keeps things okay. a little bit more difficult. And yeah. and so it's like, oh, what if we do this? Water, lightning, horns, whatever. And in the middle of that, I'm like, oh, haha, ha, boink. And so, like, it, it, it prevents the, I guess, the, it, it lowers the uh, the ceiling of how, like, how how much, yeah, yeah how, how much p p teamwork starts paying off. Right, right. Um, and not to say it's like, it's, yeah, once again, it's not trying, like, to win D&D, but right. I think from a perspective of, like, oh, keeping people on edge a little bit more as far as having their characters die. yeah. It definitely helps that. Yeah, I feel like had we not pulled off like this big group kill effort, I feel like we would have lost. That well, without fight. the water spell, I don't know what would. I don't again. Yeah. I was saying this at the end of the episode, but I don't know how. How would we even have gotten over to the creature in the first? Yeah, we place? can go in the water because it's all filled with literally without control tablets. water. Yeah, it's like you would have well, just been stuck could there. Twimothy have like floated us over there. <laughs> I don't know. No. Maybe I like I I was I kept that character kind of light that that character by the way that was like not supposed to be such a super important character <laughs> and it was just like he's like the one orphan who's he, it's just going back to that third episode it's just like okay I was like all right uh, I'm gonna make uh like four characters that are infected and make them all like kind of different yeah so that way they all have different there's always different approaches on how to like deal with each one and then it just so happens that. Like the kid character was uh, immune to coronavirus. How did you? If you didn't get the analogy by now, right? If you didn't get it yet. So, how did? When did you decide that like Twimothy was not? So he's obviously still infected, but he's not. So what is that? How did? When did you decide that? Was that early on when you were like, what? This isn't going to affect everybody the same, or? Uh, well, I was thinking a little bit as far as like, uh, uh, um, man. Or did you kind of make it up as you went along? No, I, I can't. I honestly, I don't remember too much with the the, long, the big picture stuff. Yeah. But the main thing was that like 
very quickly in the episode, you're like, oh, here's a sick kid. Have the cleric basically fix the kid, keep him alive long enough. Yeah. And so with the way the story was moving, it was like, this is kind of like a natural fit to right. keep, keep the character around and like give it like a, like a next level. So it's not just like a, oh, it's a rescue mission. Yeah. It's like have it become something more than that. Hey, do you see this tiny guitar right here and how it comes in one beautiful little package? Well, guess what? You can get all of your stock asset needs to come in one beautiful little package too, courtesy of today's sponsor, Storyblocks. They're the one-stop shop for all your stock asset needs for creators and businesses alike. We use them all the time over here at Corridor Digital and let me tell you why. Not only do they make beautiful sounds through their audio assets, but also you can get high quality 4K B-roll. You can get images, motion graphics, After Effects templates, and more. And you can get all of that with an unlimited all access plan that gives you the ability to download anything you want from the site as much as you want and use it in any kinds of projects worldwide. It's a global thing, guys. And just like the sounds that you can make with this guitar, you can take the assets and bring them out globally to the world. Bring them out into the world. They're constantly updating their library and that's another reason that we love them. We can go on there and we're never gonna find the same thing twice. If you're already a serious professional creator and you're part of a team, well, talk to your team leader about an enterprise plan. Whenever you're trying to find that little thing that's going to make and take your video to the next level, and you don't want to go out and create an After Effects template from scratch, or you don't want to go out and try to get B-roll on your own, Storyblocks is going to save you a ton of time and a ton of money. If you're serious about making videos, if you're serious about creating, you're going to need a stock asset solution for your creativity. A huge thanks to them for always sponsoring the podcast. And if you guys are interested, head on over to storyblocks.com slash cast or click the link in the description below. And the next time you see a tiny little guitar, I want you to think of Storyblocks. Don't think of me. Think of Storyblocks, okay? All right. Well, good. Great. I'm glad you know this now. And uh, let's get back to the podcast. So what is this dark world? This this dark what is this dark? What no, is this dark world? No, this dark world. It's I called think... Mind Mind. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Where the Spider Man no. came from. Not to mention Spider Man. Oh, we got I a mean, whole bunch look, of that like, coming out. If we want to talk soon. about this, we're just going to get into like Sam and Carmichael's nerdy D&D backstory stuff. Look, I want to hear about okay, this. So, all right. Yeah. So, the idea is uh, at the very first, we never show this once during the entire se season, but we, I made this map. Okay. A like this big drawing this this of the, the the landscape yeah to show the relationship of everything and there's one very specific thing that wasn't ever visited in it there yeah. was there was Cecilton there was the orphanage and all that stuff and the yeah. manor there was Wentinghamshire all that stuff and then on literally there written down there's this huge mining area <laughs> that's right next to Wentinghamshire huh that we never like really brought up or kept talking about didn't you try to get us to go on a side quest there uh, maybe there, I, the big side quest was find the lost merchandise. That's what, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> and then Nico shut it down like really hard. <laughs> He's like, we're not doing a fucking side quest. <laughs> and I was like, I, I took that as a positive sign that things were going well. <laughs> Like, what was, what help was, me, my lost bag what, of merchandise what was is at missing. The end of the, what was at the end of the lost merchandise? Um... Uh, that's a way to get to the like the horde that okay. comes and starts over. That's like a faster route mm. to get to that kind of storyline. Okay. Because you guys end up going out and you're like, oh, what the fuck are all these people like walking towards right. the city doing? And mm. so it it, it, would, it was going to tee off that a little sooner. Okay. But, you know. So then Cecilton would have been destroyed. Potentially. 
Well, it already kind of was. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, yeah, I mean, from the get-go, it's like, all right, during the course of that play session, it's like everyone in the town who's infected is going to turn into a mind flare unless yeah. someone steps in. Oh, okay. Like, that was the goal. So, Twimothy okay. not turning into a mind flare was because of everyone taking the cleric character yeah, yeah. and making sure he's sticking with him right. and keeping him uh, safe, etc. Yeah, so. Okay. All right. So, because that's what I'm curious about, because we got to... We got to do something with little Timothy yeah. next season. So the, that's the idea is that, all right, so you go down, there's what's under there. There's some mines. There's shit going Dee on. He had some name for there's it. There's a backstory. D called it the, the Underdark. The Underdark. And then the D&D lore, that's like, the whole, that's a whole universe. Oh, okay. And it's true because like mm -hmm. the writer character is like specifically a character in that pantheon from... of, in that universe of D&D. &D, so. Okay. So. Well, but, let's go you know, there. I want to go there. It's well, I mean, it's if you watch the last shot of the episode, you're, you we're go going there. there. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it. So I think a question that like a bunch of people have, and I have as well, very frequently, you know, looking at the, at this whole game, like how much of it did you actually plan, and how much of it was you just going like, I'm going to make this up on the spot because this is what happened. Tons of it is planned. It's like you. It's like it's a 3D story. That you know, that's the big thing where it's like. You don't write linearly what you want to have happen. You basically, like, I ended up having like a like a I have a Google Doc where I've actually, I, I was writing out ideas and I was like, I, there's got to be a way to format this so I can, like, have reference basically as we're playing as far as what's happening and yeah. if if someone goes here, how do I prevent myself from coming up with something on the fly which can kind of create plot holes pretty quickly? Yeah, and. Because it's all like I'll forget shit I say, right? And thankfully, if it's, if it's important and someone cares about it, they'll be like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah." That's not how it happened. Um, what? Let's see. I I, I can pull one up though because it's it it really is helpful. Um, where is it? So there's still a um, there's still a tadpole in uh, Nico's head. Okay, Me? so yes, yeah. It ends with D being uh, restored, the and then you're left alone. Uh, you're left. Acheron. Yeah. Extracts one from D's head, and you still have one in your head, and Timothy's right, so, still question mark. So <laughs> I forgot about that. So I, I, the way I, it's each each play session is formatted the same way, where I just I type the word introduction. That's the name of the first paragraph. Yeah. And I just say, what's going on. Like, what's happening? Like, what's the deal? Like, what's the vibe? Like, what's the state of affairs? So, you know, you look at episode one, I write Cecilton, the name you, the name of the town you call home. Like, I'm saying this to you. Right. Like, this is like shit I got to say before we start playing. So right. that way we have context. So right, I describe right. the Cecilton, I describe the exterminators, monster hunters, and I describe there's like an emergency call that you're going to go. Yeah. To. And then after that, right away, I go, um, uh, there's a little more context, but the first thing after that is just characters like who the fuck right. are these players in this world, so yeah. to speak. And so I characters and it's their name or it's just with a light descript, like one sentence, mm -hmm. ultra minimal, like bullet points, chancellor of sport, paranoid, selfish offers potentially could offer them a stake in their team no. <laughs> you know? man we missed uh, that one gorgeous Greg Shoot. and then I description cannot speak and only can communicate it to 
psychically or by drinking the tea. I would have loved to um, get a get a share in the Cecilton Crushers. Yeah, <laughs> and then I have some family members or friends from the town. Question mark. We'll see if how that works. With this was like before I get everyone's backstory. Oh no, this ended up being uh, the cleric. Yeah. So I took that from D's backstory. I'm like, mm. yeah, let's just have a backstory character episode one, right? Or like yeah, yeah. First session. Uh, Vincilius. Uh, I, Vincilius had a like a child or a daughter, oh. uh, like an older daughter that didn't make it into the piece because, um, I, like I write this and then I sit down and I'm like, all right, and I, I just cut some stuff if yeah. I didn't have too much bullshit. I've got right. Reverend McAllister. I got Bongo ZX12, which was what I named the automaton. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we got the bridge zombie miners. Um, you know. Yorgo oh, the Great. there's the mining thread. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. yeah. It's full circle. Mm -hmm. That whole thing, like that, by the, just to tip you off, like the right. undead miners at the very first episode yeah. is a thing. Right. <laughs> and the, yeah. So, um, and then, then after that, I just uh, have a little brief note that maybe summarizes some character, other additional character relationship stuff. Um, you know, I'm like, all right, how does, what what are like things that everyone may or may not react to, such as, hey, if the party just kills the person with the the infected person, uh, it could cause total chaos. It's going to cause complete chaos if anyone finds out because there's a murder in right, the party. Right. Um, and then I just so, so then anyway, so it's characters. So it's introduction. Yeah. We go to characters, which is honestly I think the most important part. It's because that's like the true web of the whole story. As long mm -hmm. as the characters are kind of figured out, you're like, okay, like plot will happen if you just put all these people in a room. It's, yeah. it's that it's kind of like writing a little bit too, of just mm -hmm. yeah. figuring that out. But then the next part is super important. Uh, it's layout, and that's basically going all right. What where what what locations are there on the map? What or even just rooms? What are the rooms called? And what is like the one or two special things about that location. Is there going to be a secret door? Yeah. Is this just where all the money is? Is this right. like a trap here? Right. You know, just like treasure and, room. Yeah. <laughs> and, and keeping it like really, really tight. That's really a great philosophy for writing, by the way. Let me just point that out. You said it really quickly. Uh, it, the idea of not thinking about the plot, but thinking about the characters and putting all the characters in the same room and then just having the plot happen because mm -hmm. all those characters are in a room. I'm going to use that. Yeah, it's like, what happens writing. if these two characters go to the sinkhole? What happens if these two characters go to the dining hall? Like, what types of scene? you know, like, just between the, like, this concept of layout and the concept of these characters, yeah. you start to get scenes that happen. What if these two characters run into each other in the bathroom, you know? Mm. <laughs> and then right. the last one, uh, sorry, there's two more. So we go intro, context, characters, important, layout, important because it's a game board. Then there's two final ones, which is events, meaning, um, I like it's like the it's fuses, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. We're lighting fuses here, so right. it's like, what what shit goes down that could potentially surprise people and push things forward if things slow down or ne need direction, and they can they're they're flexible. Where it's like, what are the events in the first episode? Um, if they don't deal with Greg right away, we'll have a mind flare fight. Episode one, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, um, and you. Deal with it swiftly. Um, other events, all the infected people you met early or at later were there at the party. Yeah. So events that means like okay, these characters are going to try and eventually leave before you're ready to to stop them. Right. Uh, so that could potentially 
You know, that that's that could have been a whole other plot, which is like one person's infected. What if you guys were like, OK, we know one is who else, you know, and you've went that route. Well, it's like, cool, I've got a whole story here. I've got all the characters listed. That's yeah. a whole event a contact concept. tracing. Yeah. Um, the mercenaries who come. Mm hmm. That was a thing too. Um, the purple worm <laughs> that eventually will jump out at someone, um, and all that stuff. And then the last, so that's the second to last. The true last one for any play session is directions, which is going like what, where, like where, like just trying, <clears throat> like yeah, things could go in any direction, but like let's lay out some paths here, like ahead of time, just so that way when when spontaneous actions happen, you can at least just slightly direct them in a way that logically can build towards a conclusion yeah um so for no, the first play session great. the first two episodes what are the directions um some people want the flare my flare to survive and become a slave maybe right. that's that's a maybe that is the ending of that second episode it's alive someone has taken it um maybe the mind flare if it becomes a mind flare the mind flare itself decides to try and escape and we're now in the caverns or something like that um other directions they deal with it and now have to find the other people in the town right which is basically um, what actually happened save the children question mark because there was a whole subplot that never was explored of hijinks children that was happening in the first two episodes which just yeah. never got there um and then big big overall directions which is find the high cleric in Wentinghamshire. right who's the one character like from that first play session it's like that's the one character that can actually just kind of snap his fingers and help the situation. Right, right. So, yeah, that's basically yeah. like the layout there where it's like, okay, intro, context, characters, motivations, etc. Physical layout. What are the rooms going to be? What are we doing? And then we have uh, the, the, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, no, I can we barely, get it, yeah. <laughs> events, which is, you know, spontaneous mo things to have happen. Yeah. And then directions, which is, all right, where where are we where are we going with this? What do we before we even start playing that first episode? What do we want like the third or fourth episode to feel like, and where where are we going with this? So that's and then yeah, each each play session has a similar format as far as like all right, these are the things you got to figure out. Yeah, so a couple things uh, <laughs> for next campaign. Um, I don't think we got to be very careful about like. When we went in Vincilius's house, we were just like murder everything, mm -hmm. which is great. It's a good way to get us I killed. I feel though. like we're gonna get into some trouble if we keep doing that. Well, that, that's kind of why I like doing it. <laughs> no, I mean, when you go back to the Call of Wild campaign, that was literally what we all decided to no, do. No, I like, know. Let's actually try I, murdering everything. I yeah. really wanted. That was the coolest campaign ever. <laughs> An emotionally driven murder revenge story. <laughs> It's like a cowboy western. It's just, it's just like so pure and like innocent and perfect. Yeah, you're just like you never, you never get to see that story in movies or anything. It's like, what if we did just not stop until our shores were cleansed of this foreign threat? And, and, it, and, it, and it kicks it off with like a whole like, oh, that one act totally justifies this. Okay, like there's motivation now for everything. Wow. Like, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, uh, we burned your village down and gave you poison blankets, and you're like, okay. Let's kill everyone. <laughs> and so the whole time, it's like every once in a while, there's morally questionable moments where like, is this too much killing? <laughs> you, know? you know, and then everyone was like, 
even if it was a little too much, everyone's like, yeah, that was a little too much, but whatever. You know? think, We're committed. <laughs> you, it's like, it's okay. Like, do you think like life? actual murderous <laughs> dictators ever ask themselves that? Do you think they're ever like, is this too much killing? Yeah, yeah, but none of them have think... like a really good backstory that like <laughs> justifies it. You know, Hitler wasn't like my family right, was killed right. by the yeah, Jews. Yeah, yeah. And Stalin was my, just they like, took give, everything give me, yeah. from me and my village and left it in flames. That's it's true. like no, no, that that's not what happened. That dark medieval beginning. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, yeah, I'm really excited for. Uh, for what's gonna happen next? Cause I don't know. It's just such a fun game. It's pretty dope. Yeah, y'all, y'all killed it. So Sam, are you ever going to have us do the drunk history voice? I don't think so. Something. I don't want to do that. It doesn't yeah. seem necessary. Like I want to find more creative ways to film the shots. Yeah, and so we can get more more actual information out of them. Yeah. And like, I think that's the big, my big goal anyways, is just like, get a little bit more out of it. Like, I'd much rather it be like, rather than just showing you guys in an area, it'd be like showing you guys and the area and, and making and it really feel like that. The, it would be really great to get some 3D monsters and characters in there into some of those shots. Yeah. Rigging that stuff can be kind of tough. Oh yeah. It's a ton of, it's a, it's a huge body of work yeah. that needs to be accomplished. It would have to be like maybe like one per episode i feel like the, the greatest strength of those green screen shots is showing us in the space like basically the space like okay the door is there the window's there they're in a room like just feeling the space is such like an important aspect of this i mean it's yeah. why you have this whole board built out but. yeah totally it's totally it's possible just with the stuff we're filming on it was it was pretty limiting right i mean it was just, still great but yeah like it, yeah it was it, well, I mean, also, we, we you know, we a bigger green screen would make that a lot easier where it's like, OK, right. we can actually have a shot where everyone walks together as a group 10 feet into a room on a wide angle lens. Mm -hmm. And we then look around and should we do know? like a two sided or three sided one next time where if we, we had actually, a corner that would because we could we could do like we originally said before we shot the actual green screen, we were going to do an L shape a corner. The corner would fix that. OK, yeah, quite really easily. Cool. Yeah, let's definitely do that next time. Um, and then you would be, would be great is if we can get another, uh, artist on the compositions so that either yourself or a 3d artist could really focus on, um, the monsters and the other characters that we can't actually film live and, action. Yeah. After doing the, uh, what is it? After doing that last shot with like the writer's character and all the people like, yeah. And also all this mocap stuff. It's like, I'm starting to get the hang of animation yeah like jordan's pretty good at rigging stuff too and yeah it's like it's it doesn't take that long to rig stuff but it's one of those it's 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 an endless tunnel of yeah. work if you you know it's like all right what are we going to animate what aren't we going to animate mm -hmm. and it has to be it's something it's a decision that absolutely has to be made after everything's edited yeah. like you're like all right here's like close to final edits of everything and you're like all right what's like, what does this story need now? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to, like, do too much of that ahead of time. Unless it's, like, pretty obvious characters, but... Yeah. What, what would be an awesome, like, season four or five or six goal would be to actually generate the maps in, in, um, in 3D space beyond just the photo scans, but actually build them, you know? 
Yeah, um, like make them like put ceilings on them and stuff. Yeah, ceilings and you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and then and then if, if you had a true 3D environment that you know you could where you could actually adjust like objects and lighting uh, and and um, you well, know, we're off to a great start. We have a huge asset library now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the big thing is like, all right, if you're using the scans, there's a quality like limit right. effectively that's what i'm saying um and i don't know there's probably a way to figure that out better in the yeah. future like a lot of it looks pretty decent but there's still a little jank well, here and there wait dwarven forge said they would give us 3d models of everything they don't have 3d models they have um what is it they have like the resin masters so mm. to speak okay yeah uh, but they're like not painted or anything too like right. the best way to do it and the painful way to do it is to not scan the game board, but instead scan the individual pieces and then and rebuild the whole map. Oof. But I don't, I, but that's I, what I'm saying. I really don't want to do that because <laughs> yeah. that's so much work. Right. But that's like a, a good, like season six, you know, goal. But that, can... that's the way you'd make everything looking like real, real, real good. Then you could do photo real environments. It would look very realistic. Yeah. But you know, I think we can, we're getting pretty close. Some of it looks pretty good. Yeah. Like we changed the photo scanning technique twice as we we're scanning stuff. Yeah. Um, which is why that last map I think looks kind of the best right now. Like the last stuff looks yeah, pretty decent. But yeah. Yeah, getting there. It's really cool being able to just like build this thing and then photo scan it and have this incredibly highly detailed asset just in 3D. Yeah, it is. It's mind blowing. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's 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 crazy like I, I yeah <laughs> I how do I say it um yeah what made the show really exciting for me other than having a fun D&D game was going all right unreal 5 photo scanning like crazy it's like here what's yeah. like what's the what's the most creative way to get all this stuff with putting the least amount of effort right I mean it's still a ton of effort but like it's, maybe that's the wrong way to put it. How do, how do I maximize the energy I put into this? Right. How, how, like, that's, I think, the best way to, like, uh, put it. And so I feel like that that kind of worked. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are you most proud of? Well, uh, the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, um, I mean, I don't know. It's just it's 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 super cool. It's like eight hours, and like yeah, it's D and D, and yeah, there's dudes playing a tabletop game. But as you watch it with the way we're adding some music and all these other shots, it's like it, it feels way bigger than a board game as you watch yeah. it. Yeah, and that's that's really what I am proud of is because like that that's the feeling you you get when you play the game, and 
just you know like imagine watching someone play checkers or something <laughs> imagine watch it's like hey guys we're all getting together to play risk and someone's like can i watch and it's like it's like dude this is, this is the worst night of your life like you're so bored like 30 minutes in you're just gonna be on your phone you know and and like that's that was the issue too with D. it's like all right how do you like tap into that and i mean the live action green screen stuff helps but even still just like super cinematic shots of what's happening on the game board and then making sure there's like a score like emotionally driving mm -hmm. the piece and going all right this is creepy this is epic this yeah. is scary this is fun like and just like making sure you're always like pumping that to, and, to and color Carmichael's sound design makes it feel bigger too oh yeah the sound like, design with yeah. the unreal shots too it's like so cool there's so many things that we'll say and then there'll be a sound effect for and in the back of your head you don't even notice that it's there but it all of a sudden it's you know it's just more visceral yeah the big thing like the the, the difference between playing D, D and versus filming it though it's like that's been a question we've been talking about yeah as far as like all right uh uh how do you make it feel as fun as D, &D but still like cut out some of the the baggage of D, &D mm -hmm. to make it so it's a better story to listen to yeah you know like all right do we take out certain dice rolls for things to make things go faster it's like as you experienced you can have like three conversations on three different parts of this town in the time it takes for you to like fight two orcs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, another, like, that's another ha, thing ha, 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 we, we should, when yeah. we play next and, and how, season, and how do you make that fair so that you don't die fast too? Right. You know, cause that's, you don't want, if like combat's so deadly where it's like, ha ha dead, dead. It's like combat for you would be, you walk into a room, you're ambushed. Everyone dies. <laughs> it's like fuck. Like, like yeah. I don't. You don't want that experience either. So it's like, what's that balance of of making the fighting in combat, uh, like, is make it, making it closer on the game table as it is to how we've edited it. You know, yeah. and that's the that's the like I want to bridge that gap a little bit more. So that you know, way you have to hone in on the storytelling aspect of combat. Storytelling, but I was going to suggest that less, less a little less getting a little <laughs> less technical with like the the minutia of we it. We try to. Help. I think next next campaign we when it comes to the decision making we all basically it's like everyone says what they want to do and then you know everybody basically takes one turn and you go okay this is what i want to do this okay okay now let's do this you know and then it's just then you're not sitting there I know there's a little but, bit but, of natural but, like debate but having the time to discuss is what leads to cool stuff happening on the board like if we don't ever like it does pause the fighting and it does slow it down. But at the same time, <clears throat> it's like you can't just show up to a like if you, if you went to a movie set and you had to do a fight scene, you can't just make it up on the spot and have it be really True. cool, intricate yeah. stuff, you know? True. I think honestly, I would just like I have tried using egg timers in the past. Yeah. To just like be like, all right, you know, come to a conclusion, you know, and, and people knowing that if they interject when someone else is making a decision. It means you were eaten into that time. Right. And not like I wouldn't use that often, but like, all right, let's say it is like a big mega boss battle. It's like, all right, so let's say they can do these extra actions and stuff. It's like, okay, you're fighting, you're doing I've got a timer. And whether it's his turn or not, when the timer runs out, something's gonna happen. Yeah. And just like just just to just keep it maybe moving. That. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like, like there's that. there's there's some ways to push it, but yeah, you're yeah. you're ultimately right though, Nico, because like once again, a D D conversation, everyone gets to talk about what what to do mm -hmm. and yeah like the, the fights aren't technically any different it's just that there's you know we're slowing time down to 
you know, you, 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 you can do you, fancier matrix moves, dodging our bullets when the yeah, time goes slow. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's like constant. It's in slow motion, basically. Mm-hmm. Like yep. all the all the dialogue and role playing stuff is real time combat slow motion. And yeah. the other thing is when we're speaking as the characters, we don't say like you speak as that character, right? You know, playing as that character more than than just uh, that would make editing a lot easier too. Yeah, just super small stuff. But so yeah. then in the edit, there's no ambiguity about what's who's saying what you yeah. know mm-hmm. yeah. the, the i think the thing that makes like dungeons and dragons content particularly interesting is you get <clears throat> you get the like storytelling and the world building of fictional things like movies but you get the emotional hook of sports which are real life games mm-hmm. you know you don't know the outcome anything could happen yeah even if a team is favored to win totally so it's like imagine watching game of thrones but there's an actual dice roll, and at some point, a character, if they roll a one, dies, and then the story just has to completely adapt and change when that happens. And I feel like that aspect of reality is what like draws me in and lets me forget about the jank and the lack of actual actors. And like you know, it's I get pulled into the story because because there's that reality edge to it. It's the same thing like that hooks you into vlogs. Like if somebody shot a movie with the plot line of like our vlogs the movie would probably not be that compelling that would be really artsy independent film that gets a lot of awards and sundance <laughs> yeah, it'd be one yeah, or the yeah. other it'd be one or the other <laughs> that no one or, watches or after one that. in the same <laughs> <laughs> but when it's reality you have a totally different context and a different hook and it just like it pulls you in more and that's what yeah. happens to me with the dungeons and dragons games yeah i saw people like commenting too it's like is this scripted this feels kind of scripted yeah. it's like no it's edited but you know, like if and that might be what makes it feel so scripted is because it's it's streamlined and it's like digestible. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's a that's a cool take on it, especially from a viewer's perspective. Of, yeah. Of like, OK, everyone is genuinely ready to react to anything. Mm-hmm. And like we, you, you, you don't know what's going to happen. What I'm excited about is just that there's no limit on how much we can do with it. Um in the uh who's out there just, just peeps. the dudes oh, just okay. the dudes just the boys <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> there's no limit on how m- far we can take it mm-hmm. like if, if you're setting out to do a scripted piece or you know something that's set in like a very particular way you can sure it might take a lot to get there or it might take a little to get there but once you're there it's done you know, and it's like, okay, you, you want to do a situational comedy, you want to do, uh, you know, a drama, whatever. Like, okay, here you are. Okay, you've got the characters. They're p- portraying the they're portraying the characters. The talent's portraying the characters. Per- More actual information out of them. Yeah. And like, I think that's the big my big goal, anyways. Is just like get a little bit more out of it. Like, I'd much rather it be like rather than just showing you guys in an area, it'd be like showing you guys and the area. And, and making and it really feel some like of that. The, it would be really great to get some 3D monsters and characters in there into some of those shots. Yeah. Rigging that stuff can be kind of tough. Oh. Be like maybe like one per episode. I feel like the, the greatest strength of those green screen shots is showing us in the space. Like basically the space. Like, okay. The door is there. The window's there. They're in a room. Like, just feeling the space is such, like, an important aspect of this. I mean, it's yeah. why you have this whole board built out. But. Yeah, totally. It's totally, it's possible just with the stuff we're filming on, it was it was pretty limiting. Right. I mean, it was just, still great, but. 
Yeah, like, it, yeah, it was, it, well, I mean, all of the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what were the things you liked best about each character that, that the players played? All right. I like, what, what was the biased. thing that made you excited about having each character Okay, well, obviously, on the table. starting with your character, you, you, you always put a lot of focus on making very powerful characters and like, <laughs> yes. and, and, and like making sure that everything that works together to be better. And so it's kind of nice because your, your character kind of becomes the whole like, Hey, I can step in and like really fuck shit up for everyone. <laughs> like in a, in a very good way. It's like, I can, I can, I can make any situation grind to a complete halt. If I wanted to, I like yeah. being able to be a pain in somebody's I gotta ass. take a yeah. little bit more of that for my character <laughs> next time. But cause... Jake's character, on the other hand, is well. He was like the social version of that. Yeah, yeah. like you played the, like you played the socialite bard character really well. Good. And like it, 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 it's it what created a ton of the funniest moments too in the in the show, which is it, I mean, it's it's great having that that element when there. you're like when you're playing the cleric and you go, who should I heal? Who should I heal? <laughs> yeah. Which one is better? Go, Which one's better? Corvus. <laughs> better. And then Ren punches me after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like you, you, like you were also, you know, very eager to take the lead too in a lot of situations to kind of like, all right, let's figure yeah, this out. That like, was what's the going character, on? you know? And no, but yeah. like you, that was literally your character, which is like, all right, I'm supposed to be the organizer of the group. Yeah. And so it, it, plays really well um i think d's character uh i i really appreciated how much backstory d gave me yeah and it wasn't like a high like volume but it was just very specific yeah it was like here's here's it was only like two paragraphs in an email but it was like here's the names here's the locations and <laughs> like here's a little more extra context context but it was like oh this is like this is a t this is still a ton because now I can go, all right, like, well, the, the game's taking place in the world that context exists in as well. So it's a, it's a perfect way to make the story get way more personal and not be just like, hey, there's a big dragon. Who wants to fight it? It's like, oh. Yeah. Was like, there an orphanage before D, like, said he was an orphan or? <clears throat> nope. Did you add that? Okay. <laughs> no. It was like, uh, okay, no, this no, works. Like, because like, I told him, I'm like, you're from this town. Yeah. Tell me something about your character and what you did in it. Okay. And like, I'm, I'm just like, I'm, we're working on building this out. And so he's like, yeah. my character's from an orphanage nearby the town. I'm like, there's an orphanage here now. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, okay. but, but like, that's really important. You know, that's yeah. like, that's where it becomes collaborative. I feel like it was D's character that made for the most movie-like moments throughout this. Like I, the I, actual I, like plot moments, like episode yeah. six when Twimothy gets stolen, or even just episode one where he finds like Father McAllister like in this. Well, yeah. like he, of debauchery. he has the sad shots. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you have you you get to dip into the sad yeah, shots yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, But he has like three sad no, shots. Totally. That, like, yeah. and that that means that's a lot. That's like, oh, this is like a thing a character cares about. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and it's like it it. I know that. So he became kind of like the I really the the the, the emotional like. But it's good. That's like you need that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's really cool. I'd like to I mean, find I'll, out. I will just to preface that I will be asking for a little bit more from you guys too <laughs> okay. for the next yeah. one. Like Jake, I got like, some good stuff. I'm not gonna try and I don't want to overdo it, but yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll see where it goes. Don't 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 put too much thought into it. Don't like put too much pressure I'll, on yourself. I'll give you some more refined to create elements. like a season defining storyline <laughs> yeah. because it's once again as I said, it's not about volume. You know, it's mm -hmm. like little things. Right. That, it's little things that you can pick up on. And so on and so forth. So, and then uh, Ren, uh, 
I, 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 it, Ren was good at being impulsive. I think he needs to be more impulsive though. Hmm. Cause like when he is impulsive about things and get, does get fed up and just goes like, I'm doing this. I don't give a shit about anyone. <laughs> like it's great. And it drives things and it yeah. like keeps things moving. And uh, we, we stopped him too many times. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stopping. Like first episode is like the very first confrontation you have is like, there's a door and he's like, I'm going to knock on it. And I was like, don't knock on it. <laughs> and then he spent 10 minutes talking about why you shouldn't knocking, knock on it. And then you just knock on it. Yeah. <laughs> and right. It's, and it's, <laughs> right. Yeah. He gets but, to the point. Yeah. We, we cut most of that out. But yeah. um, even still, like I still, that's, that's also really great to have too. Hmm. So. Interesting. Those are really cool insights into like what makes the characters work. I, I really want to find out more about what D had to do to become a witch hunter. Yeah. What did he have to? He said he died and came back to life. Yeah, I guess. What so. is this? I, I guess he had to like touch the void. So I, I need to. I I want to. I want to hear this story. Needs to come out somehow. I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Needs to come out and 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 be known. The one thing that I would have loved to like we it happened, but it kind of all got cut. But it was great for the table. But like. Our characters gambling addictions yes we never got we never got we tried a few we times. tried a lot but never quite we there, there was like it. always like something that was like very clearly more important happening <laughs> yeah we need to we, do we that. got a little bit for the sports game that actually ended up happening yeah that's like, true we yeah. gambled a large sum of gold a very large sum of gold and for it did not it, so i'm wondering i don't know if our characters are the good guys by the way, no. You, after yeah, that, no. You're the good guys. We're definitely the good guys. Well, no. My character thinks of himself as a good guy. But after that, after <laughs> that match on the sports field, I'm not sure. You, 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 you definitely did not show mercy. <laughs> like, yeah. Nico's like, Wait, no, no. That the, my my favorite fucking scene is Nico going like, "Here's a gold coin, orc." <laughs> like it was a good fight, and you turn to everyone and you're like, "Look." You 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 like you make more somethings with honey or whatever yeah. you said. Catch more flies with you honey. You catch more flies with honey. He's got a gold coin. Everyone's like, he's just gonna go back and tell everyone what happened. And he's like, I shoot him in the head with a crossbow as he's walking away. And then immediately it's like revealed like, oh yeah, he was totally gonna go tell everyone about what's happening. Yeah. Well. So yeah, but I don't even understand why we still I, I I'm struggling with like why did we kill those guys? It was it was just you got caught up in the moment in the rage like there's a little bit of brawling yeah. happening right and like I it just kind of got like carried Bob away. Bob actually like punched one of them to death or something. No, like that. no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You guys ended up just knocking everyone out. You were very specific too. It was like it's a sports brawl. Right. You knock. You KO everyone except the last guy. There. And then and then basically what happens is uh, he thought um, he was gonna die and then he runs he over and gets his sword. Yeah, sword. Yeah. He, one guy grabs a sword, but you you knock him out. You knocked you 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 managed to not knock everyone unconscious, and then what happens is that you guys proceed to like talk to these ghosts who I, I think it was like <laughs> a thing where it's like oh like yeah, uh, hold on that's oh, right no, no one guy dies and then you're like well like okay let's <laughs> bury chaos. him and the ghosts are like oh like you have the, you have the chaos you yeah like I it was it was confusing I can't even remember but. It was more like a okay, one's dead, so we might as well just kill everyone. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. That's that's what one guy died in this bar fight, so let's just let's just clean up. Let's just, they're all dead now. That's what, <laughs> like, it's that's way what more I'm questioning. <laughs> yeah, so that was like kind of yeah, that wasn't good, but it was funny. Because if we do that too many times, I I don't know. 
I, my character was chaotic neutral, so yeah, I, I have I, a meter. I have a meter of all your good actions and bad still, actions, and they'll eventually come to help or haunt you. Right. Yeah, but your character's supposed to be a good. Yeah, my character is good. He no, doesn't matter people. You're good. I, I thought you're neutral. I gave an orc of gold coin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, same thing with like this is a, a plot point that I really appreciated, which was the mindless thrall that uh, we're coming to break that mind flare out of the jail. Yeah. And we're in a position where it's like, okay, here's like 20 people and we can't like, we're not supposed to, but like, we can't just murder all of them because they're innocent. They're just under mind control. I mm-hmm. didn't, I didn't take on that one. I, I shot two of them with a, with a ballista. Yeah. yeah I'm glad you guys showed a little restraint because if you did just start murdering all of them, it kind of defeats the whole interest. It interesting destroyed my setup. house in the process though. So I suppose yeah. it was fair. Dude, Tiny Hut though. A tiny, tiny Hut is what clutched it. The Tiny Hut is what really like made that whole scene work is because you were like, all right, here's just like a force field. No one can get in it. And it's just like, we're blocking the entrance. Yeah. Yeah. And so. And then uh, we didn't have to murder everybody. And then. Yeah. That shirt's going to be available, by the way. <laughs> we, Liam's tiny yes, hut. Yeah, we, we, it's not going to be available by the time episode eight is out, but it's going to be available in about two weeks. Ooh. Yeah. It's pretty pretty great. Do we have any, like... And sick... we're, only, we're only printing 150 of them. Oh, man. So. At least 10 of those are going to quarter people. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any, like, sick Black Friday merch dropping, or... Oh, a ton. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The Bomber Jacket 2.0. Oh, right. It's been two years in development. Uh, it's Warranty g- tested in every weather condition. It has. They sent me, like, we made two modifications out of the uh, manufacturing facility where they sent me blanks of the jacket mm. and uh, in terms of fitment and, like, feel and, like, mm. everything. And then we finally got that. And then and then we put this sweet map that Gabe made on the inside of it that has all these different locations where we filmed um, in Los Angeles. That's really cool. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Hmm. Um, and then there's a bunch of other good stuff too. But if you wouldn't believe it if I told you, but nobody is printing green, key green fabric. <laughs> yeah. And so I asked Jay today, I was like, well, can, if no one's printing it, can we just make it? Like how, hmm. how many yards do we have to print to like, you know, <laughs> just here's green. Cause there's gotta be, a, if no, somebody needs green fabric. Yeah. You know, we do. It's used in stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like how do you make like Renaissance fair costumes, right? You yeah. need green. Maybe not key green for Ren Fair, Maybe. but <laughs> yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Anyways. And then I'm trying to get a pillow made. This isn't out yet, but I'm trying to get a pillow made where it's uh, green emergency green screen on the outside, and then you flip the cover and it's a reflector. <laughs> That's such an inside joke. <laughs> for like the the funniest video. thing about the green screen blanket, though, is that people actually buy it for as a green screen yeah because that's it is truly an emergency green screen bunker. <laughs> I, know. I mean we're yeah. sold out of them i can't get any more made <laughs> <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> that's the best right and it also is a blanket mm. i can't believe we're even getting any merch right now with the whole supply chain can issues. we make emergency <sighs> morph suits yes like an emergency onesie morph suit but they already <laughs> make green morph suits yeah they do already just make green morph yeah but suits. what if it's like wearable like ours morph is wearable. Suits are, you mean like on the we regular? do like sweats. More of, yeah, like we do socks, no, sweats, and a shirt. Well, I'm just saying, oh, man. or make it like a just a one and a hat, like a tracksuit. No, just make a one article, like one, a onesie, like, oh, a, like a, 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 an adult onesie. Okay, yeah, because, okay. because then Again, it's like it's it's like comfortable, green and fabric. wearable. It's so non tight. It's not spandex. Yeah, gotcha. green green uh, fabric is our greatest enemy right now. 
Hmm. If we had a supplier of green fabric, we could make this. I'm just saying that's the next level one, which is there's got to be somebody who's making green like, fabric. I'm, it's like, sir, I'm gonna this. puppet this like practical monster head, and we're gonna have to key you out. But I want you to be comfortable when right. you do it. Yeah, it's like, let's be real. You're not gonna key me. You're gonna roll on me. It's yeah, like, yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I can wear to whatever I want, right? Yeah. So I'll wear this quarter digital green screen onesie. <laughs> <laughs> Then it's just a super hard roto because you can't see the edge. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I don't believe that. There's if, if you're listening and you know somebody who's manufacturing uh, basic cotton, can you dye it green and give us a call? I, how is this this it's hard? Be chroma green though, right? Well, yeah, which is actually kind of BS. Just bright green will work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any yeah. bright green would do. Any, yeah. So that's I'm not asking for much. They keep I keep asked like three times. I was like, really? They're sold out. No one's no one's making green fabric. Actually, if you if you get it slightly reflective, so you put like a, a ring light around the camera, and just it just bumps it a little bit. Mm. Mm. Maybe we can add in like a thread. Yeah. Into the stitch that like makes it slightly reflective. That five eleven jacket that I have, like from the battlefield days, mm -hmm. like that has a slightly reflective quality to the. There we go. They, see, the thing is, Retro you got to play at this game, though. It's like, how much do you want your green screen tracksuit to cost? You know, I would spare no expense. Spare no, no luxury, luxury, luxury. Yeah. It's gonna be, luxury. to see how much people are willing to pay for crappy T-shirts. Like to thread professional grade. Not yeah. our t-shirts. Our t-shirts aren't crappy. No, our t-shirts are wonderful. But like, yeah. people are out there like, here's a white t-shirt, five hundred dollars. I'm just like, mm, oh right, because it's five hundred dollars. Yeah. I want it like now. Gucci. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my I, god. That's so disgusting. Here's our to me. chroma know. green. It's the perfect chroma green. I mean, it would have to be the perfect chroma green though. That's the thing. Yeah, it would have to be the perfect chroma green. It would have to be nice, and it, it would probably cost over a hundred dollars to provide that. Probably, probably well over costs a lot to look this good you know yeah that'd be so cool though if somebody showed up <laughs> one of those hey guys you this know, is a little this is, guys so it's just me sam and jake on the couch here and this little hint of what our meetings actually go like yeah i'm kind of turning this into a meeting yeah this is like kind of how they actually sound <laughs> how can we make a green tracksuit that's slightly reflective that costs less than 200 dollars i just hope somebody listening to this podcast is a fabric manufacturer seriously I got to call my buddy. I went to law school with this guy whose dad... I got a buddy who can get you a real good green. <laughs> I got buddies for everything, man. <laughs> um, no, I got, I got a guy. I went to law school with him. His dad has a uh, garment, what do you call it, textile supply out of the fashion district. And uh, he's got to know. He's got to know something. Maybe he's got some green. He's probably got some green in there, up in there. Yeah. And, we need the, and then you do like the, the little silver... You know, retro reflective, retro reflective, yeah, silver, and uh, oh, we need a loom that's <laughs> <laughs> one green string and then one shiny one, and then we can and make then it you do the thing where you push it up and down. And you, then... know, it'd be, <laughs> you know, it'd be sick because if we made a deal with Aperture where like it comes with two lights, oh, yeah, like it, ring lights, it comes with two like M10 lights, <laughs> and interesting, yeah, uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> cool.
Keep an eye on quarterdigital.store. <laughs> Sometimes What's funny year. is I was explaining this to uh, Matt and Jordan today, and, or maybe it's Matt. Oh, so I'm going to have Jordan take pictures of everybody who's wearing the, the same, same thing. thing. I think it's yeah. a great idea because it happens every day. Yeah. And so Griffin and Jordan were wearing the same thing today. And then I was explaining to them how... <laughs> We're, we don't make like any money on merch at this point. It's like, yeah, we make a little bit, but it's basically just like a, to feed the habit of like, how can we get a green track? Suit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm not, I'm not sure if people listening to this podcast, like fully understand how most like probably 60% of everybody's wardrobe at corridor at this point is just the corridor merch. Like yeah. really the merch is just, so all of us have clothes. It's just a perk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you work with us, we will put clothes on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got healthcare, retirement, yeah, and section, clothing. Section 4D, additional compensation, <laughs> clothing. Various shirts and pants will be available for you. Occasionally. During the course of your employment. Occasionally. Yeah. Occasionally. Once a quarter. Once a quarter, you will, we, yeah, you, you can formally request up to three articles of clothing. <laughs> Which is not too far from the truth. It's like, here's the, here's the real question. When you make these bomber jackets, we're probably going to make, what, like 100 or something like that? Yeah. We're I probably going to, there's we're like making, 15 people working at Corridor. Yeah. 15 of those are going to disappear instantly. I think we're making a little bit more than that. I think we're making like 500. Oh, good. Oh, that's, maybe. Wow. That's, maybe not that many. That's plenty. It's, they get so expensive. Yeah. Like imagine like, hey, so we want to make 500 jackets and then you get a bill for $34,000 and you're yeah. like, hmm. maybe I didn't want that many. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. Anyone want some jackets? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I Anyone not in the studio want these? <laughs> That's yeah. basically our merch business right there. You just cracked it. It's like, hey guys, I made you new shirts. I'm like, what are we going to do with the extra 400? It's like, oh crap. Uh, I got new designs. We, I like, like it. Yeah, I'll tweet. Maybe I'll put a tweet out and see if anyone on the Should print some more. Maybe somebody else wants some. Gosh. Uh, yeah, that's, that is that's kind pretty of how much it, it. Yeah. Uh, the merch is just to rep it. Yeah. If you, if you like Corridor. Oh, that's why like we started style. doing it originally. Yeah, back way back six, seven years ago when we first started uh, selling shirts, it was it was just because people kept asking for it, and then um, we were it was people being also a bunch of people in the office. Yeah, that too, yeah. and and then we just started printing them. Carmichael and I for a long time were just we had a whole system, and we'd get you know maybe like five, eight orders a day, and you just have to slap the label on it, and then. <laughs> check it off the inventory spreadsheet and then I'd go to this guy down the street and I'd go, okay, man, I need 12 shirts. He's <laughs> like, you need 12. It was like these abysmally low inventory numbers. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Good times. And I get so many like spam emails too from companies being like, hey, we wanted to introduce you to our merchandising branch. We could help you merchandise things with things like custom shirts, hats, water bottles. It's like, have you even taken like 30 seconds to like just type our name into Google? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. No, I know. I And a lot of it's like janky, like print to order yeah. stuff. That stuff sucks. I know. I've, I'm like so burned. Like I, I got a really dope shirt from a band I like. Yeah. And uh, 
I watched it once and it fell apart. Right. I'm like, yeah. this sucks. Like, and I like, I, I'm talking to the guy on Instagram who, from the band. Like, I haven't told that to him yet. <laughs> but like, he, I was like, hey, love your music. He's like, hey, I've seen those React videos. Like, cool. And then I, my follow up is, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, just, where do you have the good ones, the good shirts? Like, who, 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 who is selling the good ones? Because I'd like to buy one of the good shirts, please. Because I, 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 funny story, I got one of the bad ones. <laughs> I'm not asking you for a refund, but it's like, just like guitar in this man. It's like, yeah, I know, I know. I didn't even know we were selling merch. It's like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that he was like. Hey, I recognize your reacts. Yeah, I was just out of the blue. I've started to realize that, like, hey, most people on Instagram will respond if you send them a message. <laughs> and so I just was like, hey, congrats on your cool album. That's what like, happens when you have so, 14 million subscribers on YouTube, Do you Sam. have a blue check? I do. I submitted it. Facebook has all I my information now. Point. I'm in the metaverse. Oh, damn. <laughs> I know. They've made a digital copy of me. Yeah. And all the shirts I've bought. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Bad one. Yeah. Yep. The metaverse. Yeah, how about I that? I don't even know if I want to talk about it. Other no, than let's not talk about it. I just want to riff on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's been metaverses before. I don't... Why are they making... It's just it's just a parent company, isn't it? It's like Alphabet and Google. I don't know. I think they're also realizing that trying to call everything the Facebook thing is just a weird name. Oculus yeah. by Facebook. But Facebook's a really crappy company, and you know... I don't know. And I was like, how much? Like, they have to pay, they have to start paying people to participate in this metaverse thing. You know, that's the only way people are. Well, is there a social <laughs> element to this? It's like kind of the Oculus system right now. Okay. But, but it's like how annoying. Like, you this is weeks of, weeks old now. But you saw the did you see like their launch video? Yeah. When it came out, it's like how imagine you're playing a VR game with your friends. And a freaking like video call interrupts it. Yeah. And you're like forced on screen to have this like alert that someone's trying to video chat with you in the middle of playing a video game. Screw that. It's like, what? It's like, this is, that sucks. It's like, if I'm, yeah. Like, I don't want that kind of crap. Yeah. I, I, I don't want that kind of metaverse where I I'm like, I'm trying to have fun and then like someone's like, I'm playing a freaking game. Do you think like these tech billionaires get so into like their own like universe where they're like hey this is this is a good idea we should do this and, and, and to the average person the answer is no i don't want that yeah in my life. No, definitely I, I think that's absolutely I it. mean, it's really just about prodding you it's like here's the thing you like and we're just gonna figure out how much we can just jab you in the side and make you uncomfortable before you go screw it and you just take the headset off and never play it again yeah can we do it just a, can we bug you five percent of the time right i hate that yeah Ugh. it's the worst just trying to figure you out to exploit it makes them so much money and i like I just wish everybody would figure that out and stop letting them get away with that shit. Because yeah. the reason they do it is because people pay the freaking money for it. It's yeah. like, if we all just would have fucking gutted up and not done that, then we wouldn't be here with <laughs> crappy DLC and microtransaction BS. And Instagram with ads. Mm. Instagram now with ads. <laughs> oh, great. It's like, there's no amount of money you can pay them yeah. to take those ads away. Yeah, yeah, well, that's that's how they do it. They, you, know, they, you do the free product version. I mean, YouTube did the same thing. Remember when the ads became a thing on YouTube, and then and then integrations, and it was like, you know, st still to this day, there's comments. Remember that guy 
uh, on our Discord, we have this comment hall of fame <laughs> where we post stuff sometimes. Oh, like, and there was yeah, a guy the there who was hall like, fame. "Screw you for having ads <clears throat> in your videos." Uh, let's, do, let's let's wrap up this uh, let's wrap up this podcast with some comment hall of fame. Yeah, honestly, I'm. This is bad, this is bad because now we're going to encourage people to get on the comment hall of fame. So don't take it away. Like, no, we, we like, can tell if you get on the comment hall of fame, everyone shames you. There's yeah, good like, and bad. Uh, we all chuckle. It's not a good. It's not a good That's place there's to been, be. There's, I'm trying to. I'm trying to soften it. There's. There hasn't been a good one yet. Like, a lot of people who just just throwing this out there before anyone thinks about making a troll post. If you get on the <laughs> comment hall of fame, you get blocked on the channel generally too. Like it, that means yeah. That was that your comment hall of fame comment is your last comment <laughs> that anyone on any social networks controlled by us is going to read. So. Just saying, just saying. It's fun, it, but this is there's some funny ones. Are you gonna read the one by? Uh, we won't say their names. Yeah, but, don't, uh, don't say the names. Also, I will say, I've been around the internet. I can tell when people are faking it and when they're sincere. All right. If these greedy efforts stop and there turn to subscribe, I will unsubscribe. <laughs> I might go further. Frick them. I'm self-censoring. <laughs> Frick them for having commercial breaks to have ads about themselves. Imagine if any other company did that. <laughs> That's the Imagine thing. Imagine if any other company, if any other company did that. Had commercial breaks to promote themselves. <laughs> you mean like <laughs> everything? Every company? So I really like that one. Oh, that's a, such a good one. That one had me dying. You are not God to criticize Indian cinema. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I cannot I wait till the next one. Bollywood though, because there's a movie. You know, you know the cop who rides on the hood of the Jeep? That mm -hmm. one, that clip. Oh yeah, uh, the latest movie in that saga came out like oh, really? within the last few weeks. Yeah, here we go. It's so dope. Uh, this is why I don't watch Willy Wonka or my baby sister. And if she does, I will get mad because this is not a kid show and it's about killing and this should be stopped. Pound uh. it, f you. <laughs> <laughs> it says Willy Wonka rated R with a gory <laughs> thumbnail. <laughs> Oh, man, this is a good one. This video could legit be called We Examined and Critiqued Andrew Garfield's Unaltered <laughs> Face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that we, yeah, that's not a blockable one. It's, no, it's that's just not, very, not it's a blockable one. one. It's, it's very, just funny how the context yeah. of that became such that that could have been the actual title. Man, <sighs> I'm thinking about that healer machine. I wish it exists in real life. So that a lot of soldiers' <laughs> life could be saved. <laughs> Yes, we all wish that exists in real life. Sorry, ha half of the comment Hall of Fames aren't uh, really aggressive. No, no, no. They're actually just like really sweet, funny. <laughs> yeah. like, some of them, yeah. There's some. There's, there's some, some. There's some. I'm some not reading non, those ones. Yeah, non-repeatable ones that we obviously block. Yeah, but they still make it to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well. Good times. Sam, yeah. thanks for answering all the questions about Son of a Dungeon. Yeah, that's a great interview, Nico. It. I feel like you've uh, interviewed <laughs> guests before for a Yeah, man. A I just show. ask the questions I want to know the answers to. Right. Well, I'm, it's I'm, that easy. <laughs> I'm just glad you guys enjoyed it and had fun and are thinking the show's cool. That's like, that's just being able to continue playing D&D. "Quote unquote professionally is is awesome. So yeah, a, a note yeah. on that: everybody who came into the site for the show has literally made season two possible. Yep. Yeah, no, not no exaggeration or heck, everyone that's come onto the site has changed 
our entire business operation here at Corridor. Like, and yeah, and how completely, yeah. Yeah, all, all of you have completely redefined how we get to approach media and making videos mm-hmm. and films. And super, super exciting. Like, it sounds super like crappy CEO on big stage in front of people hyping everybody up. But changing. Like, <laughs> you are changing the way we make entertainment. Yeah. Uh, it hurts me to say it, but it's Enter- true. No, it's true. Well, it's 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 <clears throat> it's a lot more authentic. And I, oh God, <laughs> authenticity. <laughs> Another buzzword. How to be authentic online? Uh, oh, oh, but seriously, like all the way up until this point. At what point could you just ba- could you just have somebody subscribe to your work and then you give them the product and that's it? No middlemen, no distributors, right. no one else to like pick and choose no advertisers to worry about it's just we don't have an algorithm yet when, well, maybe we have a green light for that which is like no you know what no we green light an anti-algorithm we specialize yeah. in 100% <laughs> non-synthesized algorithm free content there you go on quarterdigital.com there you go except for our recommended for you tailor made that's it yeah it's like going yeah. to a wood shop yeah all right. Anyways, <laughs> signing off. Uh, that was a great cast. Sam, thanks for putting all that together. I cannot wait for season two. We're going to try to film it in January, and I'm sticking to that. I don't know how it's going to happen, but we're going to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a piece of cake. Everyone's experts at DMD now. They know the rules. Yeah. Sort yeah. of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs>